Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Episode 178 of The Sportive, Yodis B. With me tonight is John. John's back. Hi, John. Hi, Brandon. Good to be here. Father for, I'm sure you know the actual number of days. Uh, 17, 16, 17. Good for it's you. It's a blur. I can't believe you're here. She's what is still your, alive. That's great. <laughs> Way to go. It's goal number one. You say, that, you, you say you can't believe I'm here, but three days after your second son was born, I was at your house recording a podcast. But that's the second one. No one really cares about the second one. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. Makes no, no difference. Nope. Second kids, it's like whatever. Yeah, it actually is. Um, so that's good. What are, what's your mental capacity right now compared to pre-kid? Uh, pre-kid, it was low, as we all know. But <laughs> after kids, it's nothing. I have absolutely nothing. I have no reserves of emotional energy left at all. My emotions just come spilling out no matter what they are, whether it's anger <laughs> or sadness or what they are. It, there's no defense mechanism left. It, I'm just... I'm tired. I have no idea what I'm doing. It just all comes spilling out. I'm sure I'll say 14 things that are either factually incorrect or offensive to someone during this podcast. And so I, I just don't know what's going to happen. That's where I'm at that right now. I'm really excited to find out what's going to happen. That's yep. Well, congrats again. Uh, we also have uh, Mr. Swamptown is back with us tonight. Hi, Clarence. Thanks for having me on. Well, you know, we're so happy to, to have you back in the fold. It's uh, it feels good. We got most of the band back together. This is gonna have. Do to we be- have? So John, uh, by the seventh kid, I I wasn't even there. I yeah. I was at uh, I was at Fleet Farm when the <laughs> seventh kid was born. Totally spaced. Knew there was something yeah. you were supposed to be doing that day. Like what? Ah, oh, whatever. I got to pick up some ten penny nails. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah, it's up to do. <laughs> Let me know when you're out of the hospital. Yeah, Maybe four or five hours. What do you think? Yeah. Oh shit! The kid. Ah, fine. The kid. Whatever. Eh. I'll get the next. What are we naming this one? I can't remember. I can't <laughs> remember what we're going to name this one. Yeah. Do we? Have, so do we? Speaking of name, do we have a name for the three of us? So the when it was Brandon, Sue, and myself, it was three deep. Three deep. Uh, yep. Brandon was Moss because he's brash and, and poochy. Yep. Um, Stu was Chris Carter because he's reliable in, in the drug. Addiction. He's uh, had a huge cocaine addiction in the eighties. Yep. Jake Reed, because I'm a possession receiver under the table. Nobody afterthought. Nobody thinks of me. Yep. Uh, do can, I be, can I be Steve Jordan in this scenario? Oh, no, no, you're not allowed to be in it. 
This is when you're not there, John. That's what oh. I'm saying. So do we have to do a completely different thing? Oh, man. I guess so. Let's see. Stu is the... Well, it's not that it's... We still have a lot of outstate representation happening. We should have done this in the green room. This is... I already pressed record. This is not a great use of Four. our time. All right. We'll, we'll keep mind. thinking on it. You jump in. Clarence, you're the, you're the clever one of this group. You think on it and jump in when you come up with something that, that makes sense for, for these shows. Three's company. Uh, Brandon, you are Suzanne Summers because you got Love the it. blonde hair and the great thighs. giant rack. <laughs> Big old giant rack. Yep. No, that's shit. Perky's. I've been lifting furry. weights. I do have bigger boobs than I've had in the past. <laughs> that's, good. that's good. You've been working on the, yep. the pecs. Yep. Yep. Okay, so we're Three's company. Okay, let's get started. I want to talk Vikings. Um, you know, I'm all about the pigskin. Always have been. Always will be. Uh, do we have any lingering thoughts specifically on the Packers game that, that any takes that haven't been made just yet? Seems like the consensus was amazing game. Uh, amazing opener in terms of the stadium. No, no disasters, no fallen glass panes killing anybody. Uh, it sounded to me like all good. Am I missing anything? Well, the problem with Vikings games is if you want to get a take out there that nobody has put out there already, you have to record a podcast within 14 seconds of the game ending. Yeah. Yep. Because all the takes just come spilling out from everywhere immediately because that's the Vikings is all anyone really, truly cares about in It, it ends up take musical chairs. Yep. And yep. here we are, and the only there's no, there's no takes left. Okay. That's good. I mean, at least we had... We have the opportunity to to make sure there weren't any more takes that had to be made. I think they've all been made, so we're good. Uh, uh, I'm. I've never been quite so, quite so blasé about an injury as Matt Khalil's season-ending hip injury. In terms of what it does for the Vikings, I'm sure it's terrible for him personally, but I've never quite felt like quite so much like you know this is not only not a bad thing this might actually help the team in so many ways and i i I felt like that about until they announced that tj clemmings would now be the starting left tackle who was a terrible right tackle of last year and then it was like well khalil is terrible but is he actually worse than tj clemmings it's the concept of how it's not so much about how good is the player it's how big is the gap between that player and their next best available option? Right. Yeah. I mean, Matt Khalil is the worst left tackle in football, but that doesn't mean that if I was to back up left tackle, it wouldn't be a good idea to start Matt Khalil at left that's tackle. Me, that's my exact point, yes. So, I, it, and, I mean, it was sort of the same thing with the Adrian Peterson injury. Like, it's terrible Peterson's hurt because he's a, he was he led the league in rushing last year and he's a good running back, but... With the offensive line as awful as it is, it doesn't really matter who you put it running back because they're going to get hit within a step and a half anyway. Mm-hmm. Just, I, it doesn't matter whether Jarek McKinnon or now Ronnie Hillman is back there. Alex Boone is going to whiff on forty percent of his blocks, and Brandon Fusco is going to whiff on forty percent of his blocks. And the video that I posted, oh, just a one play, four second clip <laughs> yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, I'm so that. Holy cow! So. It's hard because there's so much going on. on yeah. one, you know, on, during an actual play, during an actual game, you're not watching the offensive line. Maybe John is. I, I'm not. Nah. Um, 
I'm watching skill players because that's what everybody does. When yeah. I go to the all twenty-two during the week, then I watch the offense. And you're breaking down position by position. We get together yeah, every Monday afternoon over our lunch break and break it all down together. Yeah. And I think that's when we really get into the specifics. But in the in the heat of the moment, yeah, it's more about yeah. I want to see what my guy Steve Diggs is doing. That tape was just basically focusing entirely on just those four linemen, offensive linemen. Yep. And even in that, it's hard to – you really have to focus just on one player because it's such a flurry, it's hard to focus. Uh, you know, if you're watching all four, you just lose track of how poorly those two individuals played. But if you focus entirely on, like, Alex Boone, you watch him, ball snapped, he gets completely chucked to the side, just thrown like a 50-pound bag of potatoes just off to the side, a bag of softer salt, yeah. chucked down. And it wasn't like he was potentially, it was like a miscommunication sort of deal either, where he thought he was supposed to pick somebody else up and got caught off guard. Well, like I he think just, so. I think, he, I mean, and it didn't look like he tripped, because that'll happen too, or yep. his feet get caught in another player's feet. And Okay, that's a whole different thing we're talking about. Yeah. In this case, one-on-one, yeah. hands up to the chest, the Packers guy just chucked him to the side. All right. That was bad. Ugh. Then you watch Brandon Musco <laughs> come up out of his block and just I, not, I don't even know how to fully articulate it. What how how would you describe what Fusco did? He exploded up off of his block <laughs> into nobody in particular. <laughs> Running about what three yards downfield, yeah. and then finally put his head up. It's like wait, wait, what? Turned around, put his hands up in the air, kind of like, kind of like Will Ferrell. Like I don't know, quite know what to do with my hands. What do I do with my <laughs> my hands? Like he's looking for somebody to block with his hands. Yeah, and then the play was over. Yeah, it was like it was like somehow Fusco was executing a fake block. Like he was carrying out his fake. Like that was the play. Like, yeah, he was. For all those guys who were keying off the keying off the right guard, very much fooled on that play. I I guess Tony Soprano was not the answer. I guess he has, I, has not been able to They didn't look coached up on that particular play. And if you extrapolate out to the bigger game, they have not looked good in the first two games. Now the Vikings are two and zero. Hard to complain. Uh, but I we'll will figure anyway. out a way. Yeah, we'll figure out yeah. a way to complain. So they've got what percentage uh, of the offensive line is has changed from last year? It's sixty percent, right? Is there not three new guys? No, Fusco and Fusco and Berger and Khalil are back. Berger and Khalil were back for sure. So okay, I wasn't sure if it was yeah, two Fusco, or three guys. Fusco switched from left guard to right guard, but that's right. So two new guys and one guy playing a new position and still absolutely worthless. Not better. In any capacity. Correct. Might be worse. If anything worse. Might somehow be worse with supposedly better players. I mean, supposedly the, the players. The that... players. I don't know. They cost more. Yeah, they got two new players. But these They're were guys new. that they sort of picked out as like, oh, these are the guys for us. These are maybe not the top. They missed out on that one guy that went to the Raiders. That's amazing. The uh, Udechi Canozo. You know. Udechi Kanozo, I'm pretty sure is his name. The important thing is that they supplemented it by drafting the worst offensive lineman in college football last year. Oh, and yeah. Then and, him. and then cut him. And then cut him. <laughs> yeah. So I, and, Mike, and then Mike Harris is literally nobody knows what happened to him. Even the beat writers, I heard the beat writers talking about, like, 
We've asked. We've asked the coaches about him, and nobody is saying what happened to Mike Harris. Like he's so, missing? Like a missing person report? I don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> they like, don't what, even know that much. status of Mike Harris? And the coach is like, we're not talking about Mike Harris. <laughs> like, is, is he around? Is he, <laughs> is he alive? <laughs> we're not talking. Just blink what, once if he's alive. What an odd deal. Like, they're just not... Is he hurt? Is he... what? Is he in Sicily? Just we don't <laughs> avoiding... Avoiding the, the the punishment for a crime of some kind? Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about him. Just preseason, he just kind of vanished. He's just gone. He's on the lam in Sicily. Is that our number one guess right now? It's as good as any. I'm going with it. That is usually our number one guess for any, any basically anybody that we don't know where they are. So it's... It's a common one for us, but I, that's what I'm just so confused about is, again, they were bad. Everybody knew they were bad. They did address the offensive line. They just appear to have done it really poorly. So whether it's soprano or the talent or just both are useless, very confusing. A lot of times when you, you, you read the smart guy columns, they'll say, with new units like this, it might take a few games, yada, yada, yada. So... I suppose maybe patience is in order, but... Maybe. Well, that's what else are you going to do. Yeah. This isn't a trading league. Nobody makes big trades. They're not Left tackles aren't just hanging out. Just aren't watching, you know, Sports Center waiting for a phone call. That, that ain't going to happen. Right. Nobody trades. Draft is next spring. Uh, free agency is is next spring. What, what are you going to do? You just got to hope they gel. It's your only option. They got a gel. Got a gel. They got so a gel. gel into a unit filled with terrible football players. Well, I okay, so our number one hope is that TJ Clemmings can figure out how to be a serviceable left tackle. And our number two hope is that Mike Harris is found alive and well and unharmed. Mm-hmm. In that order. In that order. Yes, exactly. Number one. <laughs> Get a couple W's. Number two, make sure that guy hasn't been murdered. Right. Okay, I have a couple other questions for you. we got to move on because we got a lot of sports talk. Uh, do you think AP has played his last game for the Vikings? Yep, it's over. You think it's yeah. over? Okay, for sure. And is that because he's so unbelievably injured that he couldn't possibly come back in time? Or he's just... It's an odd deal, right? Because supposedly the injury typically doesn't take you know, an entire season to recover from. He's also like a superhuman, right? So what is he, like $11 million cap hit next season? Sure. Let's go with that. It's a sport effect. I I don't know. Yep. That said, he, Rick loves him. Ziggy loves him. If, If they didn't love him as much as they do, he'd have been gone already. Yep. For all the stuff that has gone on. Don't you think? Yeah. So, there, I, you know, I know I said, yeah, I think it was his last game, but there's just kind of this inkling in my head, like, God, yeah, I don't know. Those The people that actually matter making these decisions love him. They built the entire offense around him. He, They won't release him. As many opportunities as they've had, they they won't trade him. They won't release him. Um, why is now any different? They've, they've already saw through one giant injury and this is even less so they've already paid him all the money they they apparently don't care how much he makes um 
controversy. They've stuck through them through all of that. So why, why is this any different? Okay, so so I don't know what side you're on here. I don't either. <laughs> okay. I just talked okay. myself out of my initial answer. Because the initial one okay. is a 32-year-old running back goes on IR or has a, you know, has a surgery or an injury. Get rid of it's, it's over. You take him behind the barn. It's old yeller. Especially when he makes that much money, yep. he's done. Yep. Uh, it's obvious, but... But it's AP. So it's Occam's and Razor like, versus the AP's history and love from Ziggy. Is that what we're saying is right. the, the opposing forces here? Yeah, I don't know what to expect either. The, the actual time length, so we're recording this uh, Wednesday night, September 21st. Uh, we don't know at all what the recovery uh, timetable well, is so right they, now, right? It's been a little loose. He can loose. play next week. And then other people are like, well, no, on ESPN they're saying three to four months. Well, that's, that's a pretty, considering that the NFL season is only 14 more weeks. Yeah. Well, 15 because of the bye week. Sure, sure, of course. It's either the entire season or he could play, <laughs> he could play Sunday. Well, as well, far as what I heard is that he could play if he, if, he dis, if he chose to not get the surgery, he could likely play, but not, now he is going to get the surgery, so he will be out for a while. And it's three to four months, but I've heard that even with the surgery, it could be like two weeks. Well, that's what happened to, I remember Dante years ago, remember that? He had the same deal, and he was back like 11 days later, and it was totally fine. So it's just a very odd, anytime it's not the ACL, it's usually like a few weeks. That's been my sort of general understanding of, and I'm a doctor, as you know, um, The whole whole afternoon... The whole afternoon, there have been ongoing arguments about whether Peterson tore his lateral collateral ligament or not. Like, the Vikings say he didn't. Peterson Vikings came he... out right away, too, and said it, which tells me something. I mean, they didn't deliberate on it. They're like, no. that no, he didn't. Or it's, he didn't. So if they're trying to get that far out ahead of it, that tells me they're pretty sure he didn't. Not that they're right, but they, they're pretty adamant that he didn't. So then but who would be saying make... that he did then? Was that like AP had said is trying to like... like... Somebody at that level, or you know, wrap a port or whatever. One of those big. But I assume they got that information from somebody. Like they were somebody fed a line. So who would be the person that would have motive to say no? It's way worse than you. I don't know. I just it's a very odd sort of thing where you'd think typically the players like I'm getting old. I need to get back as soon as humanly possible. And now it seems like it's the opposite happening where the Vike the team is saying no, he can be back, and then he's like no, no. I'm hurt. Well, I wonder if that isn't why Royce is floating the theory that it's AP's people saying he's out for the year because they don't—they're just going to play for the next contract. They believe they're, that he's already played his last game as a Viking. So why uh, play through injury for the Vikings when what they should be doing is resting him so that he can play for his next team? He's already getting paid. It's an odd yeah, but, point of view. I mean, it. I, I suppose it makes sense, but it's also like, you know, he's an athlete. He should want to be on the field. They're a really good team. It's a chance to go, you know, deep playoff run. Nah, I'm going to sit this one out. It just doesn't seem like in his or really any athlete's DNA for the most part. Not saying it could be – not saying it's wrong, um, but it's just an odd point of view to I, – it's just confusing all around. If there's anything we know about Adrian Peterson, is that he's a stand-up guy with an excellent outlook on life. So, yeah, super logical. Whispering in his ear. Yeah, I don't know. You never know. Yep. Okay, so John, are you sticking with uh, what are your percent odds that he's done as a Viking? 
I'm saying 98% he's done as a Viking. Oh, boy. That's a hot take. That's what I'm hoping for. Spicy. <laughs> Spicy, John. Ah, it's warm. Uh, what about you, Clarence? I am 100% sure that I do not know. Ooh. <laughs> oh, fuck. See how that is a final take. I was immediately, yes, it's his last game, and then swung within seven seconds, completely changed my mind. So I, I don't know. I, I have to think about it. I, as of now, 9.37 p.m. Wednesday, uh, I'm going to say there is a 65% chance he comes back. Well, you're on the other side, yep. all right? Yep. I just, I just decided that there might be a chance he comes back this year that it's not as bad of a as an injury as they think and there's a certain percentage smaller that he comes back next year on some other sort of deal so the combination of that has led me to my 65 i just wanted to show my show my it feels like something that could happen like aziata and mckinnon play well like let's say one guy runs for i don't know runs for 900 yards and eight tds and the other guy like has a thousand all-purpose yards and seven tds and between them, they have a pretty good season. Right? Yeah. Everybody's yeah. happy, and the Vikings make like the NFC Championship game or something. Yep. And then there's rumblings. Got my, I got my pants off. Keep going. Keep going. There's rumblings. Oh, it shit. He is on the exercise bike. Oh, you know, Schefter's got him. Yes, yes. Sends out a tweet like right uh, 10 days before the NFC Championship game. AP's on the exercise bike. Well, keep talking. And everybody. You know what I'm then he's yeah. then the AP's people sent out a tweet like a picture of him like at sunset down in Texas or something training ready to go high knees or something uh you know maybe I don't know tackling dummies or I, I don't know whatever running backs do people start talking AP's coming back to the championship game maybe the Super Bowl I don't know just feels like that's something that would happen to the Vikings yeah yeah Exactly, little, little, that's, yeah. When they should be concentrating on the championship game or on the Super Bowl or something, the focus will be on, will AP come back? Distractions. And you can't have that in the locker room. I don't know. Who did, that's who fun. Don't know those guys even get distracted anymore. They all got their beats by Dre on. And fucking kids. They're all, are they really getting distracted by anything? I don't know. They're not paying attention to anything. They're Snapchatting their life away. Yep. Spending all their money on gold chains. I don't know about that. Maybe. Weird okay, shoes. These takes, these takes are going back to about 1989 now. Weird. <laughs> Maybe I don't know where Weird. we're going with it. <laughs> where, where are these takes coming from? <laughs> I'm trying to be an old man. I It's just I'm really rusty. I don't really understand how to do and say, so I'm just like pulling off things that I've seen in movies. I don't know. I'm trying. Let's move on. Uh, what are the odds? I have more questions. Uh, what are the odds that Bradford has more than two games uh, this season better than the Packers? Zero. Zero. Okay. Pretty They'll high. never play better than that. Never better. Are you right? familiar this with is, Minnesota Vikings? This is who he. This is who Sam Bradford is. He's he just will tease people for his entire career in college and in the pros. He always starts out hot. Or maybe not right away, but gives a little inkling of like, no, this is, see, this is, um, there was an article on The Ringer today, I don't know if either of you saw it, about Bradford and kind of his history with other teams and how he's 
always had these flashes of, and there were some quotes from his pro day workout, you know, back in the day, dudes were just, just straight jerking it on the field, watching Bradford and how impressive he was. Um, he's always titillated, always titillated. Um, so you think there's zero. Okay. What about one more game? You think this is for sure his peak already? Are you, are you guys this cynical? I, if, Carolina's got oh shit, Brandon. I don't know. Well, here's here's what I was maintaining about Sean Hill and what I'll stick with about, about Bradford. With this offensive line and with Bradford's injury history, oh yeah, mm-hmm. there's no way he makes it through the month of September without being torn limb from limb. <laughs> I don't see it. <laughs> like a pack of rabid wolves. Just like, like I'm in with the lion. Yada. <laughs> <laughs> Just children beating his arms off. Yep. With a baseball bat. Yeah. That's what's in store for Sam Bradford. Because the thing about Teddy was he was young enough to be able to flee when defenders were running at him. Mm-hmm. Bradford is much more stationary. Even now. He will, he will be dead very soon. He and will be... Wherever Mike Harris is, Sam Bradford is going to be there very soon. Where's yeah. Sam Brad- we don't talk about Sam. We no. don't, we're, we're not going to talk about him. No comment. None of your business. Uh, you know, I appreciate a lot of the um, broadcasters and, and the other talking heads, the other people and our, our peers in the, in the mainstream media, uh, <laughs> talking about how well he stayed in the pocket and took a hit. I was like, yeah, it's great, but you should not take hits if possible. That's you're very fragile, Sam. Just throw it away mm-hmm. next time. So you're not durable. No, you are. You are not Cam Newton. You can't just sit there and get crushed week or week by week and expect to come out of this alive. He's going to be dead soon, right? Well, I was hoping you guys well, could when talk about Alex Boone get chucked to the side and your other offensive lineman just <laughs> shadow boxing. <laughs> Nobody that's that left three of your offensive linemen to block the rest of the defense. That's not a good offensive game plan. Uh, yeah, it was such an odd Great random matches. It was such an odd random game um, against the Packers because if you see Bradford's line, he had, what, 280 yards passing or mm-hmm. something? You'd think, wow, that's, uh, they, they must have had a great game and got a ton of points. But they had no rushing game. They had a million penalties. They basically, Bradford had more yards himself than the entire team did if you added everything up. Mm-hmm. Um, just an odd, random game where I want to think that that was sort of the formula, but so much weird shit happened um, that I just, I don't know. It's weird. Okay, I have another question. Uh, what needs to happen for us to consider the Bradford trade a success? Playoff victory. Uh, NFC championship game. I'll say that. NFC championship game, one of the two years. Uh, then no worries. It's all good. Okay. That he contributes to. I mean, if he gets hurt against Carolina and... I don't know, Tyler Heineke or whatever mm-hmm. leads them to the NFC championship game. Well, then not no. worth it. Nope. He's got to be a contributor to the championship team. What about like, 
uh, playoffs both years. Is that was that worth it? And then they but maybe they lost. lose the first game. Yep, both games. Both times. Mm, I'd say that's not progress. No, I I am hard nosed. I grade partially. Yeah, that is it. I would say that's not progress. They did that last year. You want to progress forward. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, John, do you have a do you have a thought? I will co-sign what Clarence has to say. Um, you're going to co-sign. I'm just signing Clarence's petition. Okay. Uh, I think my point of view is all that I really need for this to be considered a success is he has to have trade value in two years. That's it. So, like, even if they only go to the wild card or maybe they miss the playoffs one year, but we can still get something for him afterwards and then go back to Teddy Bridgewater, then it was fine to take a run with Bradford. But like you said, if he gets injured right away or is just a, just shits the bed and after two years, Bridgewater comes back and he's just a, we have to cut him or he's like, whatever that's, that's bad news to me. So that's my point of view. All right. All right. Okay. Let me, let's go on to uh, another question. I don't know. Why am I even asking this? Uh, when can we agree that Blair Walsh is not a mental case? And if he sucks, it's just because he sucks and he's a bad kicker rather than he's like mentally broken. The aforementioned NFC championship game. So he has, it has to go through the playoffs and him yeah. to, to do something before you trust that he's not a broken shell of a man. Yes. What if his percentages are, you know, you know, similar or whatever this year? For the season? Yeah. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Okay, so so if he's but okay, put him so, back in the situation that broke him and see if he can overcome. Exercise his demons. I like, yes. What if he's bad all year? Then is he a broken mental case, or then is he yes. just... Oh. Okay, so if he's good, don't care. If he's bad, he's the a mental season, case. For the regular season? Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I don't care. Okay, all right. So if he's... if he's What if he's, like, kind of shitty during the regular season, but then he makes, like, a, one big kick in the playoffs? Then is he back? Good graces? Bad. I win. I get to have it both ways. You still, yeah. Shit. All right. So he's got to be at least as good as he's been in the past in the regular season. And then also make like a suit, like a money, like an important kick in the playoffs. Yes. Okay. One, just one. What if he makes one big kick in the playoffs, exercises the aforementioned demons, and then the next game he blows it again. Uh, I win. <laughs> All I know is that this discussion is going to end up with Brandon leaving town and naming one of his kids after Rick Spielman. It's one or the other. I will for sure have to do one or the other. That's all that ever happens. <laughs> well, rename Jones will be Rick and Fitz will be Spielman. Rick and Spielman. <laughs> Give me a Rick. Come here, Spielman. <laughs> uh, shit. Okay, so we just we, we the case the the jury is out on Walsh being. No. A mental case. No, it's not. Oh, no. We th- he's guilty. 
Yep. And he may be able to like do like an early plea bargain out of mental case out of the mental institute or something. Yes. Okay. He's he's guilty until proven innocent. This isn't a court of law. No. I have no threshold of no. uh, of proof. The humanitarian, yeah, nothing. No, no 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 need. Guilty until proven innocent. And he will be proven innocent. And I don't need a reasonable doubt. It can be ill reason it can be unreasonable. An unreasonable doubt not that you decided. Of, like not he, a court of law. He he puts uh we have a game tying score, the extra point will win it in the NFC like a wild card game, and he makes it, but it was kinda almost missed it. Failure. Fucking get, I win. Stay here. You win. God, this is uh, it almost seems it almost seems unfair, kinda. Yeah, well, I, I, the level of caring I have for things that are fair or unfair, yeah. I don't, I, I, zero. Hmm. This is... Don't care. I feel like I'm really backed into a corner on this one. I can't believe I have devoted so much of my capital to defending Blair Walsh, who I think sucks anyway. God damn it. Yeah, it's it's an odd position that you've... You've you've painted yeah. yourself into here. Well, I when I when I initially said you know I think he's still like a sane human being, I did not expect to be to be such an outcast. You know, I figured that was like the thing, but it's not. I'm an idiot. Yep, yep, you are. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay, let's move on. My last Vikings question, do you have a score prediction for the upcoming Carolina game? The line right now is Carolina minus seven. Carolina hmm. minus seven. That's a big number. That's a big that number a for big a team. Number. The Vikings right now, I know that I'm more into the, the nerdy uh, analytical numbers than most, but there's three of them that are probably the most well-respected. One, RPI, which is done by a guy named Brian Burke. They're seventh best in the league. Two, uh, ELO, uh, great band. Also, a statistical analysis done by by Nate Silver. They're eighth in the league. And then Football Outsiders, who has been down on them. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Past years, and Clarence, you've hooted and, ho- hooted and hollered about uh, them. You don't like them. Uh, they're 12th. So it's still respectable. Um, so that's a good team, a really good team, and yet they're still mm-hmm. seven point underdogs. So, so knowing that, what's your uh, what's your prediction? 
my prediction is that um, before the season started, one thing I thought was interesting was that the success Zimmer had had to date with the Vikings, he got to paint them as the underdog, which goes a long way to building success in the NFL because the NFL is all about making guys do things they don't want to do. Go tackle that giant monster human that is running like a bullet train. Well, no, nobody wants to do that, so you have to motivate them to do it. So you say, well, nobody thinks you can do it. That's, that's great motivation. Everybody's against us. Nobody likes us. You are the underdog. That's a great way to motivate people, right? Zimmer's always had that going for him. That going guy said season, you though, suck. That, that guy and his coach and all those fans said that you suck. They all think you suck. Okay, that's a great way to motivate somebody. Zimmer's always had that card to play to date. Well, this season was the first season that he'd had uh, expectations that maybe he wasn't going to be able to play that card, right? And in the preseason he started handling the team a little bit differently. Not that I was worried about Zim, because I don't worry about him. You know how much I love him. No, you, you know he's going to be fine. We all know. As nobody in town loves Mike Zimmer as much as I do. People yeah. love him. I've loved him. Day one, unconditionally, more than I love anything. Love him. Love, 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 love. But he started acting a little goofy, right? Like, they're asking him who's going to play. He's like, I don't have to tell you. Uh Odd behavior that he hadn't expo- he hadn't displayed before, and I wondered about. Uh oh, you know he hadn't had to coach a team that had expectations before. I hope it's not getting to him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think it. Could, I don't think it will. But there was just it was goofy. Little, it's, that sort of stuff. It was different. old Zimmer would have been like, I don't give a shit. I'm not going to play That's games. Right. He's playing games. Who's playing? Yeah, come on in. Everybody, come on in. Let's watch film. Here's my playbook. Here's my playbook. Here, bucket it. Put it on the internet. Put yep. it all out there. Hold it. But he started acting different. That said, now since the injuries have happened, he's right back on the nobody believes in this train. That's his bread and butter. That's where he makes hay. Nobody believes in us. So <sighs> I predicted 0-16 for the Vikings because that's just what I have. I don't believe in Rick Spielman or, or any of these guys. But I wonder about the ability of Zimmer now to rally these guys and say, hey, nobody thinks he can do anything. We've lost AP. We've lost Teddy. We lost our left tackle. Uh, no. Everybody thinks you're garbage, guys. As far as I'm concerned, that's, we're zero and zero. Fuck it, we're zero and two. That's what I'm. That's, that's how concerned I am about our two wins. Fuck those wins. No one thinks we're going to win. Really one. I already, I've already asked Goodell if he'll take him back. I already petitioned the league, wrote a letter and everything. Hand wrote, hand wrote it, stamped it. So, uh, I never predict a Vikings victory, but I'm as close to doing so as I have been, just because I want to be optimistic. Yeah. Because now Zimmer's back on the everybody is against us bandwagon. But I'll still predict a loss. A close loss? They're going to cover? No, they'll lose by like 40. (laughs) 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 I did. I didn't see that one. I didn't. No, nope, I didn't see that one coming. I was gonna go twenty four, twenty three, or something. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Oh, Nelly. Okay. Whoa. Uh, Jonathan, are you? I think John might be feeding the baby or heading to feed the yeah, baby. Yeah, that's, that's happening right after I give the score prediction, which is Panthers twenty seven, 
Vikings 14. Panthers 27, Vikings 14. Okay, okay. So 14, so that's two touchdowns and a safety and two missed <laughs> extra points? Yeah. There's a lot of missed kicks in there. Uh, There's a punt block for a safety. There's three field goals from varying distances. Okay, so that's 9-11. <laughs> Wait, so that's right. Okay, oh, wait, four field, goals. Four field goals. Ooh, okay. So you, uh, yeah. I'll take that. Wow. Wait, they made four field goals. Who's kicked? Jeff Locke? Yeah. Two of them were goals. drop kicks. Bob Gold. Two of them were drop kicks by Sam Bradford. Ooh. Oh, that's actually pretty awesome. I would love to see that. drop kicks. Didn't yep. the uh, who? Didn't somebody try a drop kick? Didn't the Patriots try it a couple years Tom ago? Brady? It was like an absolute yeah. disaster. Doug Flutie drop kicked an extra point a few years ago. That's incredible. That's Good for them. All right. I got to go feed a child. John, we didn't get to oh, any of your lightning you round stuff. I'm really sorry Uh-oh. about that. Maybe next time. We'll That'll happen. Okay. Bye, buddy. Bye, guys. Bye. Super show. All right. It's the super show, baby. Super show. Uh, well, we're done talking pigskin, unfortunately, and that's kind of our, that's our main bond, I would say. Do you want to get into like fall fashion like what's going on with you <laughs> style wise <laughs> i'm cut off sweatpants shorts on that's my fault yeah i love a good pair of sweat shorts those are those are necessary uh all right well let me ask you a couple other questions i got a few right, more here we'll do quick yep some of those were for john so you're gonna just have to do your best here um i don't know i don't know i'm gonna have to do my yeah i'm nervous this is it um any progress in the Twins GM front? The only update I've heard recently is that Jason McLeod, I believe that's his name, the Cubs, like third, fourth, third in charge, guy, third in charge, uh, is is still in the running, and I, I don't want to get too hopeful. He has agreed to interview at least, right? Like he he did call us back when we called him. He and has said like interviewed. To, wow. He, he has interviews, and the reports are that he interviewed very well, and that the front office likes him very much. So what's the holdup? Pink pen to paper. They are uh, inked. interviewing other people. I don't know. <sighs> okay. Well, do you have an opinion on any other? None. I don't know. That nothing, right? I, I don't have an opinion on any of these. They're all far too young. I, they're younger than I am. So for them to have this much power... I automatically can't like it because that's my, per- I just, I can't. I yeah. Don't, I don't trust them. Makes you grumpy. Um, but they might be awesome. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything about them. Well, I would say uh, most likely we should consider them terrible until proven competent, right? Uh, I guess I, I always link things back into my own life experiences. And, you know, so McLeod, this guy's a third in charge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, becomes hired him because they thought he was somebody all right, but they hired him not based on a ton, you know, hoping that he'd grow into the position. Where where I'm going with this is that the Cubs are doing pretty well, right? Um, Their farm system, their their team at the major league level is doing well. They are a team to emulate. I get it. But I've worked at some very good places in my life too, right? Mm -hmm. Great. Great offices, very well run, very well managed. But I think of one in particular, like the third, the guy who was third in charge. Fucking idiot, <laughs> fucking terrible. Yeah, we yeah. we we were 
great office, but we were great in spite of him, not, mm-hmm. not because of him. Yep. If somebody from the outside uh, one that liked our office and wanted to hire him as a manager, we'd be like, fucking great. Take him, take him off our hands. Yeah. We oh, no, no, him. don't take him. Oh, shoot, no. Yeah, they'd be calling for references. We'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can interview him. He's... We're going to see him go. Great guy. Oh, Man, boy, what is a, he good. A big loss, irreplaceable. Ooh, yeah. I'm going to be mad. <laughs> don't, don't do it Ooh. as we push him out the door. Yeah. So, uh, I, you know, I don't know. He's, how much responsibility has he had? I'd have to look at all that stuff. I, I don't know enough about it, Brandon. You're, you're afraid that the Cubs might be one of those sort of organizations that is so top-heavy that all the other underlings, once they get their own thing, are going to be worthless pieces of shit. Sort of like our favorite organization, the New England Patriots. Yes. Ro- Romeo Cronell, terrible head coach. Man Genius is Daniels. Uh, yeah. Josh Mc. Yeah. Weiss. They're you know they're all working at the same Jiffy Lube now. Disasters, each and every one. Yeah. So that's the. That's what we don't want to happen. Peter Principle, whatever you want to call it. Yep. But they just keep getting promoted until they're incompetent. The Peter yes. Principle, uh, I've seen it happen. I'm sure everybody has, but I've worked a lot of big companies. It's a very frightening, frighteningly true thing that absolutely. really scares the shit out of me. <laughs> like, <laughs> absolutely, there are so many examples of these people running like teams of fifty, a hundred, two hundred, just promoted, 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 fired. Mm-hmm. Not like gotten to a level and they're like they're good, they are good right there, and that person. That's the spot. It's just crazy that, like, how could you be so good at the one and then the next you're fucking useless? Like, you had to be fired. You couldn't even be demoted. You had to be fired. It's amazing. Yep, but it happens all the time. Uh, Okay, so as of now, uh, Jay McLeod seems like hopeful frontrunner, but I think that might be sort of wishful thinking on our end because we don't know anybody else. May or may not be a good choice. That's all we've got. Uh. So knowing you, knowing what I know about you, you've got a little bit of, I guess what I would call a gutter mouth. Sure. Dirty mind. I was doing a little bit of preliminary research on the, on the MLB draft, knowing that we are almost likely, almost for sure going to have the first pick. Mm-hmm. Name that pops up in a lot of mocks is a guy named J.B. Bukowskis. Nope. J.B. J.B. Bukowskis. Is that is he Pollock? Uh, what is that? I'm not sure. I just know what that sounds like, that last name. And I wanted to Fook? sort of the let Fook. you know that... Oh, I'm the Fook. We got to just... I don't, I'm just saying I don't want it to be... I don't want J.B. Bukaki to be a thing that we're going to say constantly over and over and over. So I wanted to kind of put that name kind of in your brain for a while so you can come up with a different nickname than that most obvious one. So just sort of let, let that marinate for a little bit. Hmm. All JB right. I'll, look, I'll think about it. Bukowski's. I'll let it marinate. Yep. Yep. Uh, but he's potentially a, a number one pick. He's a right-handed pitcher out of North Carolina, super dominant. He's amazing. Yeah, say yeah, the yeah. name again. J.B. Bukowskis. Bukaki. All right, I'll let the ideas just just fall on my face, just, just over and over. And many, like, many ideas. What I want you to do though is is take in a lot of ideas. You know There's what I mean? Tons like, of ideas and let them 
slap all over my face. Yep. In every so sort of direction. Let them shower over me. Just let those ideas, those tons of different shapes and sizes, but all fairly similar ideas, kind of directly onto your, into your, onto your face, I guess was how I would probably describe it. It's kind of a weird way to describe something, but I don't know. For some reason, that's kind of... I'll do it. Do I'll that. Even set up a, a TV, set up a video camera. Yeah, yeah. As it happens. Yeah, that Facebook Live is a new thing. You could try that. Just like a live stream of, of you trying to take in all of these ideas on your face. I'll do it. I'll let them cascade over the top of my face. <laughs> okay. okay, let's uh, let's move on. I'm spent. I'm totally spent on that one. All right, me too. Um, let's move on to the Wolves. Uh, I'll go really quickly here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that in September. Uh, Vegas came out. They're over under on wins was 41 and a half. I just want to let you know because I know that you don't I care don't, about I have the... no perspective. I do not have any context of what the hell that means. How many games do they play this season? It's just, like, it's just like... 180? It's just like the NHL. They play 82 games. So I know you don't care about the Wolves specifically, but you do care about um, your friends at getting their expectations high. And then you pretending to be sad for them, but tweaking them... On like a yeah, like a weekly basis. So, but I I do pretend. Yeah. So what I wanted to tell you is that they won twenty nine games last year. So even Vegas, which has notoriously been sort of cold water on the fans of of the Wolves, who always think bearish. they're going to be better in the air. They're very they're well they're accurate, but for us they feel bearish because we think they're going to be amazing. Even mm-hmm. Vegas thinks they're going to win like twelve more games this year and be forty one and a half is essentially from odds wise tied for a playoff seed. So that's crazy. Um, I just want to give you sort of a forewarning to expect your friends, namely Brandon and Michael Rand, are going to have some high, some sky high expectations this year. So you're going to get a lot of, a lot of mileage on making fun of us. And and I also want to say in the same breath here that you um, did this sort of team 2016 thing for the Twins, and and you had a friend that uh, I think had a ton of material and could have shit on you for like months and didn't. So I just kind of wanted to tell you those two things get in concert with so each other. So when Carl Anthony, Anthony Towns, Towns yep. breaks okay. both of his legs, when they are sawed off, and they, I, he's at like a sawmill. I don't know why. The film in a commercial. Sure. Motorcycle he's accident his basement. or some shit. Yep. Maybe he's finishing his basement and trying to get like cheap lumber, so he went to the mill direct because mm-hmm. you can get it cheaper there. Uh they sawed his legs off. When that happens, do you expect me to, and you and Rand are just inconsolable. Uh-huh. Like, uh, you know, like the mother in Saving Private Ryan that finds out like three of her sons all died at the same time. Yeah. You guys are inconsolable. Yeah. Yeah. It, what, what do you expect from me? What, what should... I know what I'd like to do. I've already got it written in my head. I got like 40 tweets already written. Huh. I guess I'd love a shoulder to cry on. If you could do that. Maybe we meet in like an Apple Valley or something. Carboni's just talking about. No, but seriously, I mean, what are you looking for (laughs) from the side of the table? Like what? Well. Radio radio silence? Well, I mean, I I just wanted to. I just wanted like, to, to 
I, I guess as a guide, look to to what uh, sort of amount of shit you got for your, I guess, sort of historically awful prediction. Maybe the worst we've, almost for sure, the worst we've ever had in the sport of considering you were in one direction that they were going to be amazing and they were the worst team in franchise history. I would say, so take that thing that you got and the amount of shit and then just sort of level it up to to this because so, I'm not team 2017 for the Wolves. I just think they'll be better and I'm excited about like, it. So. Put like a threshold, like, you know, this is too many. Put like a number on it. This is too many. How many tweets of pictures of my butthole when that happens can mm-hmm. I send? 700. Like, is, is it seven? 700. Oh, that's the maximum? Yeah. 700. No, I want exactly 700 pictures of your butthole, please. So, like, when Cat loses <laughs> both legs, horrible sawmill accident. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to send all 700 immediately. It'll come, it'll be rationed. Yeah, I got a data I'm, maximum. Along issue. with, <laughs> like, rubbing it in tweets type stuff that, are you saying I can do like half as many as I expected or Yeah, I would jeez, it's been it's been rough, man, being on the Wolves bandwagon. I just I'm just hoping you can find it in your heart to send, yeah, half of what you were planning to send. What, half. How okay. much what how many oh. were you planning to How much do you think you're going to send? Uh, I think Twitter has like a thing that like after if you send more than like one every thirty seconds or something like that. It Maybe finally just you shuts you down. So the math like that, but that's thirty times two times sixty. Sixty times one hundred and twenty in an hour. One hundred and twenty times twenty-four. Yeah. It's like thirty-five hundred a day. Thirty-five hundred a day. Yeah, that's about what my math. So seventeen fifty a day. Yeah, seventeen fifty a day, and ideally, you know, because you've got that butthole maximum. So only a few of them will be that. So yeah. Well, it's not gonna be all that. They'll also no, be right. ones that are just texts, just text. Yeah, kick it old school. I love that. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. You don't need to be all multimedia at all times. No. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. Um, it's great. And Instagram. You gotta gram it. You gotta gram it. Okay. Well, gram I think I'll take that under consideration. I do appreciate, uh, you know, the heads up. Um, something to think about something yeah. to chew on yep just while you're just I'm making any promises right now let that just get showered onto your face as well like with all the other stuff that you're working on so. I'll, I'll let it i, I will <laughs> okay uh i wanted john to do a miscellaneous sports lightning round about gopher football but he's not here to do it you don't have no, any. let's wait for him let's no. wait for him uh links you got anything uh john is our sort of main correspondent here um had some some interesting nuggets, but uh, he had them. He never shared them with us. Do you have any nuggets on the links? Links nuggets? No nugs. Nug nug free. Nugless. How about the hockey World Cup? Does that do anything for you? Nah, I tried. I you just did. okay. It's hard. School started. Yeah. I you know I just. You know how much I love hockey. I and I turned it on. I hadn't paid enough attention to how the rosters were orchestrated. They were kind of built when I was just, you know, knee deep in 
summertime stuff and other sports and stuff. There's all controversy, controversy and stuff that people hate the USA coach, and I just didn't have the full backstory. I don't know, Brandon. I tried to watch. It was USA was playing terrible hockey, and I just I couldn't get into it. So, what do you need to get into a a, a, a game of hockey? I mean, you know, drop the puck and let's see what happens. It's usually sort of the fun of it. Is it? They were playing poorly, so you needed to be competitive, or you need. No, to... I got into it in the sense that yeah, I was cheering for that. I was into the game and watching the game, and you know, watching the actual hockey component, but actually getting into it. Mm-hmm. Like, I okay when the Olympics come around, yeah. uh, that's I'm all in. I don't need that. I don't need it to be good hockey. I don't need it to be well played. I I'm in. You strap USA I, on the sweater and let's do this. That's Fuck. right. Yeah. This yeah. this in this sense that they had USA on there, but oh, I. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I told you about my son and how he, you know, how he trash talks. Yeah, how love he throws it. It. L- little Brandon. So Brandon. yesterday, USA Canada about to drop the puck. Comes out of his room wearing a Canadian hockey sweater. Sw- no, <laughs> I don't even know where he got it. I seriously don't. <laughs> He's wearing. Holy shit. You really got to keep and your head on a swivel at all times. I mean, you might I'm be trolled. You, I'm telling you. Wow. B, I'm telling you. Kid's eight. <laughs> like a prodigy. Like yeah, what could he... Bach. He's like Bach. He's like playing the xylophone or whatever at two or, you know, writing songs like yeah. Bach. It's like you didn't even... I don't know. He's, he's already doing things that you would never have thought about, and you thought you were a pro. You thought you were like, never, I'm never amazing at this. Me. I'm better than... I don't even know where he got it. Did he order it online? Did he make it? I'm, I'm, I'm not lying to you, and I have no idea where he got this. He's got like $6 to his name, probably, and somehow comes and out with like, an authentic Canada, <laughs> perfectly tailored. It's like six bucks in change from the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> Turned it into a goddamn Canadian his last jersey. name on it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. So you got a, you got an honorary Canuck in the household. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Like Tiger, he's like Tiger on Letterman, doing the <laughs> driving at 170 at three years old. Yeah, that right down the fairway, this pure swing. People are like, okay, okay, how good could this kid? Oh my God, he's got a he's got a Canada jersey on. Holy shit! <laughs> how did he find he that walks, thing? Just walks out to the and he just stands there, doesn't even say a word, doesn't even make eye contact, just stand there watching TV. Damn, just a lot like he's waiting for a bus. Harsh. I look over. Wait a second. Wait, <laughs> He doesn't call attention to it. No. Stands there waiting for it to Just be noticed. Drinking some maple syrup. That's the right way to do it. That's, that's the right yeah. way to do it. Yeah. For full absorption of of the surprise. The I mean, horror on face. I can't looked, yeah, then that's different. No, he just stood there, waited for oh. it to happen organically. Oh. This is happening, Dad. <laughs> this is who I'm into. Wow. I don't know, Brandon. Did you do the... Um, was your reaction similar to the... I told him to go take it off, the and he K, did. The KQ morning show, I'm going to be a meteorologist bit. Do you remember that <laughs> I have no son! I do. <laughs> that was so good. I do remember that, yes. And beer for dad. <laughs> no, I just... He knew what was coming. I told him to go take it off. You get t- out of, either take it off or take, get out of my house. <laughs> he knows there is a line. Yeah, yeah, that's good. 
Uh, all right, cool. Well, we are coming to the end of it. I wanted to save one last question. I'm guessing only our most loyal listeners um, are left. What happened? Continuing off our conversation from last week, the the conundrum you had in front of you, $10 pizza versus free baked potato. What walk me through what happened here, man. This was a big, this was a big thing for you. You spent a lot of mental energy last week. I just love to get into your head for a second. Let's hear it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we went to the, uh, we we were up at my buddy's cabin uh, to very quickly recap the the cabin, the bar near the cabin uh, was offering during the Vikings Packers game, a free baked potato bar. They also have frozen pizzas that are pretty good. Now, there's two things that I am obsessed about. One is being cheap. Two is food. And I can't just, I have to plan my meals. I'm not good at it. Like, I'll look at a, we'll go to a town, and I'll look at 400 menus. Yeah. And research and do tea charts and make sure that I get the right restaurant. Okay, so is it, just let me cut you off quick. Um, is the Is this planning so you can... Find the best meal, uh, foodie, a foodie-like sort of deal, or is it like if I'm going to eat this for dinner, then I'll be eating this for lunch. So if I know already I'm going to have something somewhat healthy, I can get go just just fucking nuts at lunch. That's two things. That those both of those things are are part of it. Both of those. There's also like if I know I'm, it's just getting my mind right. Like if I know I'm going to have steak that night, then I just prepare my mind for steak. I don't know how to articulate that either. I just, I gotta get, oh, I gotta look forward to steak. It's just, it's all part of my mind has to know what I'm eating for supper. Otherwise, I'm just too anxious. It's, it's it hmm. creates too much anxiety. I gotta know what I'm having. So how for, how often, how many times a year are you kind of just hanging out at uh, doing whatever at four o'clock and someone's like, hey, let's go out to dinner. Let's we'll just go choose a place. Does that make you a little anxious and nervous? Like, Zero. Fuck, I just I can't I can't I, I can't happen. work that way. Okay. 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 So anyway, so let, let's get back to the scene. Sure. So we had done uh, Friday night. We went to the bar that's that's hosting the baked potato bar. I did a little recon, asked around, found out that they were just going to set it up on the shuffle puck table because hmm. they don't have like an actual lunch service place. That they don't have a sneeze guard or anything. They were just going to put like a tablecloth over this shuffle puck board. Hmm. And that's what they were going to use. All right, or whatever. Okay. Come to find out that uh, it's just the bartender is going to cook it at her house. Like they're just going to cook. The one bartender is going to cook like 70 of them. The other bartender is going to cook 70 potatoes and then bring them in a bag, the, the baked potatoes, and put them on the bar yeah. until they're gone. Uh, so okay, that's the recon. I phone, recon I got on Friday. Good to know. Good to Sunday, know. Sunday we went back to the Good bar to again for uh, to watch the noon games. All right. Mm-hmm. The p- big potato bar wasn't until the night time, but it, we're there at noon just to watch the games. We had a uh, uh, a few beers there. Uh, we did some more recon. Found out that all the fixings, sour cream, uh, bacon. Cheddar cheese and chili. Okay, all right. Okay, take my own. All right, All right, that kind of tipped the needle towards the baked potato, which is already leaning towards, anyways. 
do a little bit more digging because it's important, Brandy. You can't just you can't just leave it at that. You got to keep digging. But you can't ask all these questions, otherwise they get squirrely and get nervous. Like, why the fuck are yeah? What what is your obsession with this? So you got to kind of ease into it. Right, they got like a safety inspector or something. Or, you know. That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. Grape yes. Come to find out, it's hormonal chili, just out of a can. Okay. All right. Hormonal chili. Okay, so the needless, to... I was needle went from. Yeah. Right back down. Half mast. You're going half all mast. Right. Yep. Anyways, as we're easing in and asking all these questions, we got drunk. Oh. What? Yeah. Out of, out of yep. nowhere. I did, wow. I don't know what happened. I, I mean, we had like, I don't know, a billion pitchers of beer. Oh, and I bet that's how you got not drunk. not eating anything and we're watching football and getting all crazy. And like I tweeted on there, suddenly my buddy is like, I'm going to go lay out on 61 because it's Highway 61 running right through middle of town. Uh-huh. I'm going to go lay on 61 like Latimer from the program. <laughs> like, no, you're not. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know, you're buddy. You're like 38 years old. <laughs> you have two kids and a business. Like, you own it. Like, you run it. That's yeah. your... You're not, you're not Latimer. No, no, Latimer funny. was like 18 and yeah. an idiot. You, you've got a, you're a doctor. Yeah. You've got, you're a doctor for your name. Fucking <laughs> You're not going to go do that. The point I'm making is that we're all just super drunk. And we got a ride back to the cabin, and that's fine. Um, and we kept drinking at the cabin, but nobody was bringing us back. Uh Everybody got drunk and too drunk to go back to the bar. Oh, man. And that was it. So all this recon, all of this work, the questions, the, everybody's input, yeah. all for naught. We had lasagna in the freezer, and that's what we made. Oh, oh frozen lasagna. It was oh, good. My. Well, I mean. It was homemade. Oh, okay. Okay, good. never mind. We had some uh, garlic bread. Very good. Yeah, you can't. Uh, we never answered the question. Never even got back there to actually see the product. Well, don't you know. can answer the question now. What was going to be your choice? I still don't know. Oh, man. Really? You still don't know? No. no it got away from us. You were so, going to get there and kind of just sink it out. I had chosen out. baked potatoes because when she said chili, I had chosen it. Mm-hmm. Settled. Done. That's what I'm having. Then she went with hormone chili. And I'm like, oh, I come to find out that it's just out of a canned chili. Yeah, that's... And, and I was basically leaning, free. I was anyway. like, "Oh shit!" Now I think I'm going back to pizza. Yeah. But right, like right at that moment, it's just things got foggy. That was the time. Away. Yeah, right when the seven pitches right about, of beer. And is when pretty much life was like, "Oh, I'm not going to yeah, have a big potato at all." We're looking at that bird outside. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, it's like what, it just things fell apart. Oh man, that's exactly how that story probably had to end. It was a very fun, but. It never, we never got a resolution. I don't know. Oof. So I apologize to everybody. I truly mean it. I'm sorry. You gotta, but. you gotta get better. You gotta, as uh, I think one of our, I think one of our shared heroes has said in the past, you gotta get it right. <laughs> you gotta somehow get it right at some point. Get it right. We gotta get it right. So. Best of luck to you there. All right, we're out of time. We got to go, man. This has been a good half super show, half uh, Three's Company. Uh, yep. Thanks to John for checking in before uh, before uh, feeding time. Um, my wife was flying home tonight from a work trip and supposed to land at nine. And um, so I've been on dad duty for a couple of days, which is the worst thing in the world. 
I got a text message from her about a half an hour ago that she had to land in Rochester instead. And, but found uh, by me, and it's a disaster here, Brandon. It is storming like a motherfucker. So I, and then I saw like a bunch of other texts come through, but I can't respond because I'm in the middle of a podcast, obviously. And if I clicked on that, I would have lost you. Go I just wanted to family. let you know that I wanted to get this on the record. If I die, there's a really, really obvious motive. <laughs> she murdered me, and. I honestly don't know if I even would blame her. I feel fucking terrible. So I'm going to have to go handle this because I have no idea where she's at or what she's doing. The cops would listen and be like, yeah. Yeah, she's case, not even going to press you. this one. <laughs> we're not even looking for him. <laughs> the other, yeah, other jurisdictions would be like, no, we have him. We found him. He's in a swamp down here. Like, hell. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Just, just do what leave you him like. there. Do whatever you want with him. His wife does not <laughs> want the body. She's fine with it. Uh, all right. So no, you I, called the wrong number. This is 912. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck me uh anyway thanks for listening everybody and uh we'll talk to you next week go vikings go potatoes go pizza uh thanks clarence <laughs> hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 